Yuma Daftas Terezima comes from Rabbi Pesach Greenberg. And he writes, I've been using all Daft since Brochas. And the reason I'm writing to you is to give you some nachas regarding your Harbatas Torah. I live in San Jose, Costa Rica. And he puts in parentheses, not California, Puerto Rico. And Baruch Hashem, since retiring in 2008, worked daily on my spiritual pension. The time spent daily learning with you is the highlight of my day. Drop the pebble into the pond. One never knows how far and wide the ripples spread. Encountering your multimedia production of the DAF is addicting and very gishmak. Thank you for your devotion and time spent preparing for us, your students in Hebra. I look forward to meeting you one day as your energy and enthusiasm resonates with my neshama. Kol Tov, Rabbi Pesach Greenberg, Costa Rica, originally Baltimore. Wow, Shkoyach, Rabbi Greenberg. So yesterday we were discussing Lishkas Parhedrin. And since we mentioned Parhedrin, so the Gemara goes off a little bit into Trumus and Maestris and ends up with Parhedrin. If a baker buys produce from an Amaretz, what does he have to be mafresh in terms of Trumus and Maestris? He doesn't have to be mafresh Trumagdoyla, the 2% approximately, because even Amaretz will be mafresh before he sells it. It's not that large of an amount, and he's concerned that it's a chi of Misa. Amaretz is makbar on that. The next 10% of one is typically mafresh, Maestrisha that goes to a levy, that this baker has to separate and put aside, and so too he has to separate the 10%, the Meiser Ani, that goes on year 3 and 6 to, six to the Ani. Separate it, but you could use it. Why? Because it's possible that Ma'aris already separated it, and let the Ani, or let the lady come, and prove that it says, However, Meiser Shani, the 10% that goes to oneself, bring it up to Yerushalayim, that the baker doesn't have to bring. Why? Because the parhedron, these appointees, everyone wanted to show off and show that he institutes new rules and regulations. And therefore, they were very tough with the bakers. And they reduced the price and the profit that the bakers would make. So therefore, Chachamim said, we don't have to make another xera on the bakers. And we don't require them to be mafers, maizur shem. The Gemara goes in, the Gemara says, it says in the Pasuk, Giris Hashem, Toysef Yamim, one that has Yerushamayim, will add years. The Gemara darshans it for the base Hamikdash, the bias Rishon that lasted for 410 years. There were only 18 Kohanim, looking Taisvas. And the Bayis Shani is referred to in the Pasuk, Shenois Rishayim Tikaitzra. The Rishayim, the years of the Rishayim will be less. The Bayis Shani actually lasted for more years, it was 420 years. But the Gemara darshans that out of the 420 years, in 279 years, there was 300 Kayhanim. That means that they lived a very short life. Each one lived less than a year. The Cheshman is, the first 40 years, Shimon HaTzadik was the Kohen Gadol. The next 80 years was Yochanan, Kohen Gadol. And then you have 10 years of Yishmael ben Pabi and 11 years of Rebbe Yezer ben Charsek. That leaves us with 279 for 300 Kayhanim. That's less than a year per Kayhan. Rebbe Yochanan Pesarta, who became a ger because of his cow, a beautiful story. He says that the reason why Shilai, where there was the Mishkan for 369 years, it was Nechrav, is because they were Mevaza the Kachim. And they also did Gilei Arais. What does that mean? The Kohanim would eat the Kachim before they put the Matanais on the Mizbeach. They wanted to eat before HaKadosh Baruch so to speak, and therefore there was Bezayim Kachim. One Mandama holds, they were literally over on Gila Rais, B'nai Eli. And the other Mandama says, whoever says the B'nai Eli sinned, is Taya, he made a mistake. They didn't literally 
they weren't literally mezana, but what happened was when the women, the Yaldites, would come to bring their birds, instead of being macri right away, they postponed it and the women couldn't go home to their husbands and they had to wait overnight and therefore they were them from Puru and it's as if they were Chaita. The first base Hamikdash was Nechrav because of the Gimel Chamurais, Abedizara, Shvichas Domim, and Gilei Arayas. The Gemara tells us the Gilei Arayas, the married women, would bring attention to themselves. They would walk with shorter women so they'd look taller. They would walk with their heads up in the air and therefore they had to walk with very short steps. They would put perfume in their shoes and when they went next to Bachurei Yisrael, they would spray them with the perfume. The Gemara tells us that they were Rishayim. They had Bittachai that Hashem is not going to do anything to them. And Hashem showed them He will punish them. And in fact, He punished them. He gave them Midah Kenegd Midah. Three punishments that Yushalayim, the Harabayis, was desolate. Neged, the three Averis that they did. Bayisheni, everybody was Isaac B'Tayrag, Minus Chasadim, in Mitzvahs. Yet, the reason why the Bayisheni was Nechrav is because they had Sinas Chinam, baseless hatred. But we see that in Bayis Rishon, there's also the concept of baseless hatred, Sinas Chinam. It says that people would eat and drink together, and afterwards they would stab each other in the back with their, with their mouth. The Gemara says that was only the politicians, but the Hamoinam didn't do so. Rabbi Yochanan Rabbi Yezer says that in the first base Hamikdash, they weren't ashamed to show their Averis, HaKash Baruch Hu, show them when the end is going to be, and he rebuilt the base Hamikdash. But in the second bias, the people were more afraid of their friends than HaKash Baruch Hu, and they didn't show their Averis. HaKash Baruch Hu didn't tell them when the end is going to be. Ryogan says that the people that lived in the first base Hamikdash, they're like, even the nails, which doesn't amount to much, people just cut their nails off, is worth more than the stomachs, so to speak, of people from Bayis Shani. The Vilnagain says he understands what a Tana is, but he has no idea what it meant to be a simple Jew living in Bayis Rishet. Rishlag says the opposite. The people from Bayis Shani were more Chashev. They were learning Tyra even though they were oppressed by the Gaib. The Gemara tells us that Rishlakish was swimming in the Jordan, and the Gemara wanted to say that Rabbi Rabbachana grabbed him but, and spoke to him, but the Gemara says it's impossible. Rishlakish wouldn't speak to somebody like Rabbi Rabbachana. He didn't even speak to Rabbi Lazar. So he either, it was the story happened with Zairi, Zairi spoke to Rishlakish and he would speak to Rishlakish, or the story never happened with Rishlakish, it was Zairi and Rabbi Lazar. But at the end of the day, the Gemara says that Rishlakish or Ziri, one of them said that it's because of the Bavliyim that didn't do an Aliyah, so to speak, they didn't come to Yisrael, all of them together in the time of Ezra. That's why Baruch Hu took away Yishchina and reduced it to Abbaskal. And tomorrow we're going to see that Rabbi Yishchina argues, have a wonderful day.